Welcome to My Property NYC. This is the podcast where we'll talk about the history and the future of the New York City real estate market. My name is Anna Zahova and I'll be your host. Thank you for joining me. This is episode number two of My Property NYC. This week, I'll share with you the story of one of the most active real estate developers in New York City. His company owns Equinox Fitness Club and is working on the largest private real estate development in the history of the United States. Welcome to episode number two of My Property NYC. My name is Anna Zahova and I'm a licensed real estate agent with the Corcoran Group in New York City. This week, we will cover the story of the billionaire developer Stephen Ross. Ross is the chairman of the related companies and that's the firm behind the mega project on Manhattan's far west side called Hudson Yards. We are going to cover his biography first and then we'll also talk about the related companies and we'll discuss three of the company's projects. Ross spent the majority of his childhood in Detroit. He went to Mumford High School and later graduated from Miami Beach Senior High School. Because of where he was raised, he always dreamed of attending the University of Michigan. The first time he applied to University of Michigan's business school, he was rejected. As a result, he started at the University of Florida and stayed there until his grades improved. He then transferred into Michigan and received his bachelor's degree in accounting in 1962. He also received two higher education degrees, one of which is a Juris Doctor from Wayne State School of Law in Detroit, and also an LLM degree in taxation from the NYU School of Law. The LOM degree is an advanced law certification that has global credibility. Those programs are designed for international students who wish to gain global credentials and also for JD graduates who desire advanced legal study. Both of those degrees were financed by his uncle, the businessman Max Fisher. Ross has called him the most important role model and inspiration for me in life. Rose got his start in real estate after getting fired from two jobs, both investment banks, one of which was Bear Stearns. That all happened in a period of two years and he did make a statement on his tenure at Bear Stearns by saying, The person I was working with had an inferiority complex. He wanted me to be totally subservient and that didn't work for me. I knew I couldn't go back for another interview, so I made a business plan. His plan was to start in affordable housing so he could learn the business using his skills as a tax attorney. At the same time, he was selling the tax shelters that accompanied the projects to some wealthy investors. The financial arm eventually became the largest supplier of debt and equity for affordable housing. 
he started to develop real estate on his own and he would always emphasize on high quality architecture and engineering. That's also the reason why he quickly earned a solid reputation in the American real estate arena. Rose drew inspiration from his father, who was an inventor and also a very hard worker. As of July 2018, his net worth is valued at $7.8 billion. Rose owns many companies, of which I'm going to name a few. First, he has 95% stake in the Miami Dolphins, and he also owns a stake in the related group of Florida. That's a company that's ran by the billionaire Jorge Lopez. As we mentioned in the introduction, he also has a stake in Equinox Fitness, which is a majority shareholder in Soul Cycle. He serves as a chairman of um, Equinox Holdings. Ross also owns RSE Ventures, which is an investment firm that focuses on sports and entertainment, also marketing and lifestyle. Ross and Carol Peterson, who was the Kansas City Chiefs general manager. Together, they own Kangaroo Media. And Ross is also a chairman of the Real Estate Board of New York. And he also serves on the executive committee and is a trustee of the Lincoln Center. He was named the third most powerful person in New York real estate by the New York Observer. And Ross has made lifetime contributions of $378 million to his alma mater, the University of Michigan. And the business school was renamed after him to the Ross School of Business. That happened in 2004. He currently lives in the Time Warner Center, which is one of the buildings he developed. And he also spends time in his other homes in Palm Beach and Southampton. Now we are going to talk a little bit more about the related companies, which Ross launched in 1972 with only a $10,000 loan from his mom and a business plan that was focusing on affordable housing. In 1985, the company built 225 Rector Place, that's a rental apartment complex, and 20 years later, they sold it to another developer. That developer failed to make payments and defaulted. As a result, Ross bought it back for $82 million. Um, between that time and 2012, the company started raising a lot of money and they ended up raising $825 million. That year, they also took over one Madison after the original developer filed for bankruptcy protection. That same year, 2012, Ross passed his responsibilities as a CEO to Jeff Blau, who once was an intern for the related companies. Today, Ross serves as a chairman of the company instead. The related companies is still privately owned and is headquartered in New York City. They have offices and major developments in Boston, Chicago, Los Angeles, 
Las Vegas, Miami, and San Francisco in the United States. And outside of the country, they also have offices in Abu Dhabi, London, Sao Paulo, and also Shanghai. The company employs about 3,000 professionals and is also known to be the largest owner of luxury residential rental properties in New York with over 7,000 units, even though some publications state 5,000 and 6,000 as the right number of units. Aside from development, the company's business includes acquisition, management, finance, They also do marketing and sales. The firm has developed over $22 billion in real estate and has $15 billion portfolio nationwide. That includes 9 million square feet of commercial properties and also what started the company, affordable housing units of 45,000. The related company has developed mixed-use projects such as Time Warner Center in New York City and also City Place in West Palm Beach. Related is currently developing Hudson Yards redevelopment project in Chelsea and also Hell's Kitchen neighborhoods. And the company also manages approximately $1.5 billion of equity capital on behalf of different funds, including sovereign wealth funds, public pension plans, multi-managers, endowments, and some family offices. Today, we are going to cover three of the projects in the company's portfolio, and those will be 520 West 28th Street, Hudson Yards, and particularly we are going to talk about 15 Hudson Yards, which is the first building that opened in that development. And also we are going to talk about one of their rental buildings, the Eastern. So let's now start with 520 West 28th Street. This development is located in Chelsea and is also known as the Zaha Hadid building. The condo was completed in 2016 and is a collection of loft-like residences. Um, There are only 39 units in the building. They overlook the Highline Park in Chelsea. The building was the first residential building in New York designed by architect Zaha Hadid. It's also one of her last projects before her death in 2016. And just a little bit more about her. She is a major figure in modern architecture and she has received many prestigious awards for her work. For example, in 2015, she became the first and only woman to be awarded the Royal Gold Medal from the Royal Institute of British Architects. Some of her projects include the Aquatic Center for the London 2012 Olympics, the Bridge Pavilion in Zaragoza, that's in Spain, and also Sheikh Hayat Bridge in Abu Dhabi. She also designed the Maxi Entrance Interior in Rome, Italy. Many of her projects are still under construction, including the venue for 2022 FIFA World Cup. The building has a 75-foot skylit pool, 
also a private spa and a fitness. But what's most interesting about it is that uh, the storage units in the building were modeled after the security deposit viewing rooms of a Swiss bank. And another interesting fact is that each of the units has a custom sculptural element which was designed by Zach Hadid. The building did make some headlines in August of 2017 with a discussion of about 30 unsold units um, that caused also refinancing through KKR Real Estate Finance Trust. So let's now talk about the condo prices. And with that, we are going to wrap up about 520 West 28th Street. The average asking price is well over $10 million. And the penthouse in the building was asking about $50 million. The cheapest unit in the building is around $5 million with common charges and taxes of around $6,000 per month. That's it for the Zaha Hadid building. And now we're going to move forward to the exciting Hudson Yards. Hudson Yards is the largest private real estate development in the history of the United States and is also the largest development in New York City since Rockefeller Center. It's planned, funded, and also constructed under a set of agreements between the City of New York, the State of New York, and the Metropolitan Transportation Authority. With this $20 billion project, um, there are 16 skyscrapers and a total of 17.4 million square feet of office, residential, retail, and common spaces. The project is being constructed in two phases. And aside from the related companies, Oxford Properties is the other development company that's involved. The development started in 2012 and is expected to be completed 12 years later in 2024. Today, we are mostly going to talk about one of the buildings, 15 Hudson Yards, which is also the first one to open its sales gallery. It has 88 stories and it's a condominium with 285 units. It's located at the corner of 30th Street and 11th Avenue, that's right next to the High Line. The designer behind 15 Hudson Yards is Dewar, Scofizio and Renfro. DSNR is a design studio based in New York City that's run by four different partners who work with staff of architects, um, artists, designers, and they also have researchers. They are the designers behind the Brasserie restaurant in the Seagram building, uh, which is on 54th Street between Park and Lexington. That's a design work by DSNR. Now, that reminds me that that restaurant terminated their lease early and they relocated. Um, and now they're replaced by the Lobster Club. But I'll cover that in a little more detail in a separate episode when we're talking about Abby Rosen and his company RFR. DSNR is also the architect behind the World Trade Center viewing platform and the Lincoln Center public space. 
uh, they uh, also did all three phases of the Highline. Uh, they are working on the $650 million MoMA expansion. And they are also working on the culture shed at Hudson Yards. And DSNR had to collaborate with Rockwell on the design for both 15 Hudson Yards and the shed. And just to tell you a little bit more about Rockwell Group, that's a New York City-based architectural company that's founded by David Rockwell. They have designed numerous uh, huge developments, including the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas, the W Hotel in New York, the Skyscraper Sky in Midtown West, the New York Edition Hotel on Madison, also Vandal, which is a famous restaurant in Lower Manhattan, and many more. The condos at 15 Hudson Yards comes in five different configurations, and those include starting from the least expensive to the most expensive, um, plaza residences, then they also have loft residences, panorama, uh, penthouse, and some extra fancy upper penthouses. Amenities for 15 Hudson Yards include several common spaces for residents, a 75-foot swimming pool, a private spa and also a fitness center and they also have a private dining room. In regards to news coverage for the whole development, not only 15 Hudson Yards but uh, the whole project, uh, there was uh, some information that was released in regards to uh, the funding of this project which cost 13 billion dollars to complete. In 2016, the Related and Oxford secured about $1.2 billion in construction loan from Children's Investment Fund, and that was particularly for 35 Hudson Yards. A year later, in 2017, the two companies also advertised uh, in one of the Chinese agencies about raising capital through EB-5 programs, and that's when they were looking for $380 million dollars um, for their Hudson Yards buildings. And that was also in addition of another $600 million that were raised before, again, through EB-5. And more recently, in June 2018, the related were looking to raise $1 billion through low-cost government uh, loans. And in order for them to access uh, those funds, they had to team up with a railroad partner. And as a result, right now they're working with uh, Amtrak. Also in July 2018, the related won $2 million in a lawsuit for damages uh, from a former partner who was supposed to supply glass for the exterior of a few of the buildings. And uh, as of right now, that matter has not been resolved and there is, and it's very likely that there might be a trial on this matter for um, in the fall of 2018. The prices range between 3.7 million to nearly 14 million dollars with one of the penthouses asking for 32 million dollars. And the common charges on one of the lowest priced units is around 3,400 and only 50 dollars um, per month of taxes because there is a tax abatement on, on the project. Um, so this is 
everything I had for you guys for Hudson Yards and we are now going to discuss one of the of the rental projects of the company that uh, was completed uh, some time ago that's the Eastern uh, the Eastern is located at 205 East 92nd Street on the Upper East Side between 2nd and 3rd Avenue and it's the only ground up rental development in uh, New York City. It has 231 units. And an interesting fact about the Eastern is that the related companies um, acquired the land for just $10 million and that happened in 1983. The land had to be kept as a public playground for 25 years until 2008. And a year later, in 2009, the developer announced his plan to um, close the park and build a residential tower at the site. As usual, there was a backlash about the loss of community space. Well, the related companies did add 12,000 square feet of open space, and they also added 46,000 square feet of space. Um, school space for children with learning disabilities and that was all on the first five floors of the building. Within this there are 3,000 square feet of indoor outdoor play area and also another 3,000 square feet of um, kids learning space that's called the Agora. That's a Greek word that uh, means gathering place and there is also a fee in order for uh, parents to have their kids access the Agora. And in addition to uh, the units that we mentioned, there are 47 affordable housing units in the building. And by now, it should be no surprise that um, the building houses an Equinox gym. The designer behind the Eastern is Russell Groves, who owns Groves and Company, and he has designed some of the most amazing projects including one seaport waterline square 1212 fifth avenue 460 washington in new york the baccarat hotel and residences in atlanta also the lucida in new york and tiffany and co flagship store in shanghai and lastly i want to go over the rental prices for the building one can rent Uh, one bedroom in the Eastern for around $4,600. Two bedrooms run for around $8,700. And they have also listed a three-bedroom apartment for over $16,000. And with that, we are wrapping up episode number two and our session about the related companies and developer Stephen Ross. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode and please join me for our very next podcast in which we are going to interview one of the best real estate attorneys here in town, Mark Supkov. And if you have any questions for me, you can always drop me a note at anna.zahova at myproperty.nyc. Thank you for listening to this episode of My Property NYC. Please leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe to our channel. 